Hey, this is Corey, Lead Level Design with Fear Effects Squared. Hey, I'm Hannah, 2D artist for Fear Effects, and we're excited to be on the Talking Games podcast to talk about our upcoming horror game, Nightwell Manor. Tune in on September 14th. See you there. It's the Talking Games podcast. Welcome back to the Talking Games podcast, episode 76. It is Sunday, the 28th of August, 2022. Hope you're all having a great week. Uh, as you would have heard at the top of the show, uh, Wednesday, uh, September 14th, uh, we will be interviewing uh, Fear FX Squared. Uh, they're a horror game indie developer and publisher. Uh, you'll be able to find them uh, on Steam. Uh, just look up Fear FX 2 and they'll be on there. Um in case you're wondering why it's Wednesday, uh, we will be launching our very first episode midweek. Uh, this general discussions, interviews with developers. Uh, our first one will be up on the website Wednesday, the 14th of September. Uh, it will be with Corey, who is the uh, owner of Fear Effect Squared, and Hannah, who's the 2D artist there. Uh, you'll be able to find their website, fearfxsquared.com. Uh, starting off this week, though... Um, you will notice on the website things are a little bit changing. The media tab will be uh, updating this week. Uh, I have been doing a lot of website building uh, for the last two days uh, to try and get the media tab fixed. We've had to scrap it and start again. Uh, but we'll be launching uh, live streaming uh, very soon, uh, as soon as we've got enough people on board. Uh, if you'd like to join the stream team, all you have to do is send us a message either via the website, the contact us page, or email gamesinquiry at gmail.com. You do get paid for your time. Uh, we can connect your PayPal to your stream, uh, but you need to send us a link for that. Uh, and we can also uh, set up chat as well with the stream. So it's one big, basically like Twitch, uh, but you get paid directly from us. Uh, if you're looking to uh, to join, it's only for website members. Uh, it costs a pound a month, just a pound, uh, and that basically goes to the streamers themselves. It doesn't come to us. Uh, but that being said, Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Don't forget to check out the website, gamesinquirer.com. You can find us on all the socials. Uh, we have now surpassed 900 followers on Twitter. If you are on Twitter, please subscribe. We're trying to get to 1,000. Uh, we are only 75 people away now. 75 followers. If there are 75 people listening to this podcast, please go sign up for twi on Twitter and uh, subscribe to us. So we can hit a thousand. That'll be very much appreciated. Uh, today, though, is the 30th anniversary of Mario Kart. Uh, we have got a link of the full history of Mario Kart. It's hard to believe this is that game is actually 30 years old. Uh, shout out to Bam Bam joining me this week. Callum and Chloe are uh, kind of all over the place with their mics, but thank you for you. Yeah, I don't want. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, uh, I wasn't gonna show up, uh, but you know, I'm here for a bit. I actually, do have. Uh, you know, I heard you mention Mario Kart. I actually got some Mario Kart planned up with some of the friends. So. Yeah, Don't be jumping on making the track. Playing that. <laughs> yeah, it's our 30th anniversary of Mario Kart today. Uh, three decades of this IP. It's still going strong. It's been in the top 10 Mario Kart 8 uh, for about the last six months. And it's still in the top 10, actually. Uh, you can find the chart down below. We'll link it down below. But uh, it has been a mainstay in gaming, which I'm incredibly shocked. First launch was 27th of August, 1992. We're recording this on the 27th, which is what I've been saying today, but uh, the first release, that was on the SNES. Uh, only had 20 races and four battles, and it only had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight characters. That was Mario, Super Mario Kart 1992 from today, and obviously Mario Kart 8 was the next one. We have heard rumours of Mario Kart 9 coming at some point. Uh, I know they're doing these course packs at the moment, Switch. Yeah. 
I don't. Um, but I don't think that new Mario Kart is gonna be coming anytime soon, man. I feel like these. I feel like these new course packs. I feel like they. Uh, they definitely taking the. Uh, the hype and the idea from what they did with Super Smash Brothers uh, Ultimate, but you know what? You know with with the whole character pack. So if mm-hmm. this goes on for at least a year and a half, a year, I don't see Mario Kart Nine coming out, man, until what twenty twenty five. Possibly. I mean, I have been hearing rumors that they've been working on it. Um, I don't know if these rumours are obviously true, but it has been circling for some time that they are developing Mario Kart 9 and they're basically taking some time to make it. They're not rushing, so it's not an immediate thing, but it could, is, is apparently in the works. Uh, is what yeah, I hope so, because I need that. I do. I need to play Mario. I've been playing Mario Kart now for most of my life. I haven't mm-hmm. touched Mario Kart 8 in some time, but I do need to get back into it because I thoroughly do. enjoy Mario Kart. Yes, sir. You do. Them new tracks, man. Those tracks are amazing. They are. I mean, I've completed that game. I've got gold and everything, but I, need, <laughs> I do need to jump back. I got bored after a while. Once you beat everything and you've got no yeah. real play with, it's kind of Do you play with boring, our friends but- or are you just playing solo dolo? Well, I've been playing solo for some time. I have tried playing with other people online, but it's yeah. yeah I'm, I'm. Mm, it would be I, amazing. I always man, lose. I'm not the greatest it. playing against other people. <laughs> if we could get the entire panel on there, man, hey, that would be some good game. Yeah, apart from Chloe, obviously. <laughs> Don't, get me, no Don't get me started. Don't get me started, man. Anyway. Um, we spoke about Embracer last week, about them buying up our load more studios. Uh, they've done it again. This <laughs> has gone under the radar today. Uh, but apparently they have completed the acquisition of all three studios. And uh, Square Enix is looking to sell them off Tomb Raider and Deus Ex. So they're selling those two big IPs to them. Uh, it yeah. obviously now owns Thief and there's a whole load of others. Uh, but as of yesterday, it completed the purchase of Crystal Dynamics, Square Enix Montreal, Adus Montreal. Uh, it took only four months for them to buy Square Enix Studios, whereas Xbox is taking a year and a half. They've done it in four somehow. Uh, it is a massive video game holding company. They're not a publisher of any kind. They don't have any platforms, obviously. Uh, but they basically just hold and take profits from these companies. Uh, they announced the update on its website yesterday saying that all conditions for the transaction, including approvals, have been fulfilled and it has now been completed. Therefore, they have completed the acquisition as of today. Uh, shifting its focus to acquiring several other companies it has since purchased, including Tripwire uh, and uh, Middle Earth Enterprises, who owns the Lord of the Rings franchise. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm getting. Worried about the state of the industry at this point, considering Embracer pretty much now <laughs> most industry, and it's it they go under the radar. I don't know how they do. They must have a brilliant like PR team to not have this like out in the open, to not have like it's not everywhere. The thing is, people aren't talking about this. I think it's I think it's because it's just like what I said. Uh, what I think we spoke about this last week. Uh, I think it's just people, gamers in general. When they think Square Enix, they're not thinking about Deus Ex or Tomb Raider. I think nobody cares about these IPs. Um, I, I'm pretty sure pretty somebody cares concern. about Tomb Raider. It's got to have I some mean, kind of audience. I mean, like the vocal majority, because yeah. because like I said, uh, I I remember me and you we had a conversation about how how uh, important is Tomb Raider in the states versus in the UK. I know in the UK you was telling me how important it is over there, but in the states, Tomb Raider well, is not a massive long IP. Is supposedly British. Yeah. But she's, I know, like, kind of in the States, 
in the states, uh, you know, Tomb Raider used to be big, but it hasn't it hasn't really been as big as it's been, you know, since PS One, since PS Two. Yeah, I mean that's kind of that sucks to be honest. Um, because Tomb Raider, I think, is personally for me one of the one of the biggest IPs going. Uh, it's one of the longest running going. It's been around for a long time since the days of the PS One. Mm-hmm. Kind of, kind of, she kind of became the face of that of that console in a way. Uh, and then obviously she kind of dipped because they haven't really released anything noteworthy in years. I mean, you had the last yeah. Lovecraft game, but that wasn't that wasn't anything special. It didn't. It's just meh. And I'd like to see them kind of. I mean, I think the the thing that killed off Tomb Raider most of all was the movies because the first two movies were absolute trash. Yeah, I think it. I think it has to do with the movies, and not, and not only the movies. Uh, you had the appearance of Nathan Drake. And Nathan Drake is just a much more likable character. He was he was more sellable for PlayStation, and I feel like that's when you've seen Laura Croft kind of you know fade off into the distance. Because I'm telling you, as soon as Nathan Drake came out on PS3, yeah, that's 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 when the whole Tomb Raider. Because I'm with you. I remember you know seeing Laura Croft and Tomb Raider uh, being like somewhat like a like a small face for PlayStation, but. Just like just like Crash Bandicoot, uh, you know when, when it's the same thing that happened with Crash, with a uh, with a uh, Ratchet and Clank came out. When Ratchet and Clank came out, Crash Bandicoot faded off into the, you know, off into the sunset. Yeah, I mean, if you remember the boxes from the original PS One, she was heavily like marketed on oh, everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was on everything, and since they released was it Tomb Raider three. It's not really. I mean, they started releasing the movies. They bought out the last Tomb Raider on the PS4. That didn't go very well. A lot of people didn't like that because there was a lot of cutscenes. They tried releasing like PC roguelike games for Tomb Raider. That didn't do very well either, like at all. I mean, they were giving them away for free at one point. So she's. I mean. The fact that Tomb Raider has now been sold off to Embracer, if they send it to one of their studios, or they, you know, if they're going to buy this IP, they need to do something with it, just like the rest of them. And I'm hoping they do. I'm hoping they do something with it rather than just let it fade into obscurity, like Square mm-hmm. Enix has done. And welcome to Chloe. Finally, you're here. Oh, can you actually, oh, can you actually hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yes. I don't know what was. I don't know what was going on. My no. life has decided it wants to be a pain in the neck. Well, Chloe, which is annoying because it was working. Which is annoying because it was working perfectly fine about an hour ago, and then suddenly decided to not work. But there we are. I don't. I don't know why. Um, Callum was supposed to be joining. He was on the phone a minute ago to his mm-hmm. uh, to his sister. Mm-hmm. On the word, as long as phone call. Yeah, world's longest phone call. He said it'd be five minutes. Yeah, it's <laughs> been about Callum. fifteen minutes. It's yeah. Callum. What do you expect? Yeah, he does like to ramble. I know. I know yeah. for a fact. He rang me last night. Uh, and kept talking. Yeah, <laughs> I have. Constant. I have exactly the same problem. And it, and <laughs> and the worst part is he'll only ever do it to me when he's driving, which really winds me up. He, he used to do that to me. Now he'll call me at like eight o'clock at night to have a chat. It's like, mate, <laughs> I was asleep the other day and he rang me, he, woke me up. Like, he, can't, he can't do that with me, luckily, because 90% of the time when he tries that, I'm already on the phone with Jake, so. Yeah, yeah he, has, he, does, he has been trying it with me. Um, speaking of Callum, his PS5 is his baby. Uh, mm. Unfortunately, when I was speaking about PS5s last week, I did not realise that the price on game was actually now the new retail price. That's really irritating. 
Uh, PS5 has confirmed, or Sony has confirmed, uh, they are increasing the price of the console in select markets, uh, apparently due to global economic environment and including high inflation rates. This is not happening in the US, so you don't have to worry about it. I'm thinking that this may have something to do with the cost of living crisis uh, in the UK, primarily. Uh, while prices are going up here, but I know I know that wouldn't explain why it's happening in Europe and parts of Asia. But I don't understand why they're doing it. The consoles are very hard to get hold of. Why would you then mm-hmm. make it even more difficult by increasing the price? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's already expensive. It's more expensive than an Xbox. It's more expensive than a Switch. Why would you increase the price even further? You just you know it's going to make it's not going to make sales any easier. They're no. not going to win this console war if they do not increase the number of consoles or at least lower the price this is ridiculous well no because they can't well no because lowering the price isn't going to help there either anyway because as you've just pointed out they still oh here we go as you've just pointed out they still have a limited number of consoles so i mean they i know the chip shortage is a reason because yeah. they can't make as many but the fact is that they're not making enough. They what promised they us effectively- 30, 50 million consoles this year. They've delivered 21. They're nowhere near their end-of-year target. And now the ones that they have got available for for purchase are now nearly £100 more expensive than they were a month ago. Well, yeah, because... You guys, well, yeah, because... They're, hang, on, hang on a sec, Bam. That's probably because they've decided... They've turned around and said that they're going to sell this many, have failed, so they're like, well, we need to make the money up somehow. We'll just hike the price up of the ones that we are selling. That's not exactly what Sony's plan is, question, to be fair. i got a question for the panel, right? And, okay. Callum, what's up, man? I know it's, it's been a while since we spoke... Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm ready know, to argue right? with you, mate. Don't worry. I, I'm ready. I, I hear you guys talking about Sony not winning the console war, this, that, and the third, right? But I, I have a question. Do you guys think that the increase in sales are going to affect Sony's overall sales? I want to hear what you guys have to say, and then depending on your answer, I have it. What do you, hang on. What, what do you mean by that, exactly? So, right now, Sony is is, is beating Xbox, and uh, right right now, I'm not, I'm not going to mention Nintendo because the Switch is... Yeah. Are you, are you trying to say that Microsoft's winning the console war? Because this is what Major and Chloe. This is what Chloe and this is what Chloe and Major sold more than the Series X and S combined. A- exactly, at the moment, at twenty million. Exactly. So they're not losing. They're exactly. Not yes. losing. So this is for now. So this is the question. Maybe. So this is the question that I asked you guys. Right? Do you guys think that the, that Sony increasing the price will affect their sales? Yes. Because the fact is that about you, most developers right now are starting to move away from last gen. You know, it's a number of the games that are releasing mm-hmm. next year, end of this year, are PS5, next gen only. Yeah. So they're not going to be coming to PS4. So more people are going to want a next gen console. If the uh-huh. fact then that they, the console that they would have got, a PS5, is £585 instead of 499 when they yeah. can go and get an Xbox for four hundred. No, sorry, where did, you, where did you just get that figure? It's not going up by 100 it's going up by £30. No. If you look it on game on right reason, now, Callum. all the bundles, every PS5 console is available for sale. No, in the UK, it's gone up by £30. It's only gone up by 30 It's been reported yeah. everywhere. Check, that check going game up by... right now. Uh, okay. So while you check that, Callum, I want to ask Chloe and Major with this answer, right? You guys are saying that people aren't going to 
so basically what you guys are alluding to is that people aren't going to choose a PS5 if it's more than a Series X. But if you look at the data and if you look at everything that's been going on the past two years, because that's when th- these new consoles came out. Number one, scalpers have been selling these PS5s for $800 to $1,000 anyway. That's not stopping anybody from buying a PS5. That's yeah, number but that's, one. That's only in the... That's like, number you- one. Yeah, that's in the UK. And then, right, so on Games website, a PlayStation 5 console by itself, it's £479.99, which is £30 more than that's what on, it was. That's on its own, though. The reason they're not doing they got when that runs out single, most people were going to bundles. Yes, but bundles that's what the bundles, but it's always been, ever since the playstation 3 era they have whenever a game's bundled with a console the price goes up anyways to the price yeah, of the game usually anyway they don't that's actually true. really give a discount so the fact is this is the right price that it should be if it's gone up by 30 pound because they're adding the game on so that's the right price for it that's just a 30 pound increase overall from the console if you, if you look at the price of bundles because i've been trying to get a single console for a long time they're very rare and hard to come by Bundles mm-hmm. are That's not. True. Bundles are always available. Bun- yeah, they have yeah. been available for That's some true. time, and yeah, they're okay. all, and they are hundred pound more expensive. You just increase the price by. It's 30 not. Pounds. It's five hundred and twenty nine pound ninety nine. Right. Let's look at it this way. You looking Let's at look the horizon, Callum? Uh, right. Yeah, the horizon bundle, which that game's yeah. a fifty pound game, anyways. Yeah. What, exactly. Like, that yeah, you used to get point. them for free. You used to get that the game. Yeah, years ago. That was going to be my point. That was years ago, though. That was back in PlayStation Three. That was going to be oh, my second four. point, right? Is and that four. is that no the four didn't include them for free for a long time. It wasn't until like the mid generation. I, I used to work at game. I used to I used to work at game station and game. The price was always with a free game. Uh, that was yeah. the incentive, and it has been for a long time. Okay, but that was going to be. But that was going to be my second point. It was that people are already paying fifty extra dollars, forty extra dollars already with these bundles. This price increase is not going to make. If my kid tells me my son doesn't have a Series S right now because he chose to get a, a Oculus VR headset over the Series S. But if my son tells me, Dad, I want to get a PS5 for Christmas, even if a PS5 is not in stock, I'm not going to buy my son a Series X just because a PS5 is not in stock. No, but I don't think... No, 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 no. But I don't think that's Major's point. The point is PS5s are not going to sell because they're going too high. That does not mean that people are going to jump to... The Xbox. They're that's just what he said earlier, though. Yeah, it's not going to jump to the Xbox because it's on no, the Xbox. That's what he said. One at a time, one at a time, one Chloe, wait. But that's what Major alluded to earlier to when he said that these prices are going to have Xbox maybe win the console war. Him yes. saying that means, wait, no. him. Wait, him saying that means that these price increases are going to drive away people from maybe, okay, you know what, this costs 50 extra dollars, you know what, I don't have the money for that, let me get to Series X. The price isn't going to stop consumers from buying what they want. The reason why these consoles sell are because of the software. Right now, Sony has the games that people want to play. Regardless. Let me ask you a question, Bam. Who's more likely to buy a console, a parent or a child? A parent. A parent. Exactly. If a parent, if a kid saying they want a next-gen console... Or a parent yes. doesn't have the money because if you look at what the happening in the UK right now with the cost of living crisis, the energy crisis, the amount of money that's been increased in taxes, parents haven't got the money to go out and buy a nearly six hundred pound console. Yeah, if you look at the cheaper. Let me option. tell you right now, right. it's nearly five hundred pound console. It's not a six hundred pound console, mate. Let me rebuttal, guys. But let me rebuttal real fast. 
But let me rebuttal real fast, right? Because right now this is a good, this is a great conversation. We've been having this conversation for a week, and I've been sitting on the sidelines listening. So let me just rebuttal major right now, right? So if if fifty dollars is 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 what's keeping you from eating or f- keeping you from paying a bill, a console should not be your main priority anyway. If you're struggling with money that much, you shouldn't be buying a console either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at the same time, if you're looking at Christmas. And you're trying to get your child something for Christmas, which at the moment the hottest ticket is a console next gen, mm-hmm. yes, as sir. it will be for a long time. The only way that you're going to be able to do that is if the price is reasonable and they're not subject to high inflation, which is why Xbox and Nintendo have both said their consoles will not raise in price. That's very true, though, Major. But at the same time, the console has only gone up by £30. The bundles has only gone up by £30. Yeah, that's also putting it out. Yeah, but that's the reason they always have so many bundle packages and rather than single. Okay, let's let's look at it this way. We had a massive recession back in 2008. At the end of the console wars for the PS3 and Xbox 360 generation, they equaled out. People were still paying more for the PlayStation 3 than they were for the 360. Not in this climate. This is the worst economic crisis ever. Since the 70s. No. But um, At At the state this is going, by Christmas, this will be the worst cost of living crisis the world has ever seen i hear you i hear you i just want to push back on what you said because you got a kid i and and i also have kids so if anybody's going to understand this conversation it's going to be me and you the best right because callum doesn't have kids and chloe doesn't have kids i have a sister so 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 right so you just mentioned christmas and if if a kid wants a next-gen console if your son tells you dad i want to get a ps5 for christmas and you show up with an xbox series s or xbox series x Nine times out of ten, you're not going to buy something just because it's cheaper. You're going to get whatever you I actually agree with you. You can wait, 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 wait. Let me finish. Um, you can anybody can act holier than thou and be like, well, no, because my son is going to understand that money is hard. Kids don't give a damn about that. I know that, and you know that. Whatever that kid wants, if you don't get it, that kid is not going to accept it just because you tell him, well, you know what, man, uh, price of living is high. Bills are expensive. I couldn't afford that extra fifty dollars to get you this PS Five. You listen. You're not doing that. I know that. Yeah, and but you know me, that. me and you are in the minority of actually allowing our kids to pick. I mean, yeah. I mean, that is okay, look at it this way. Look at it this way. Just look at it this way, right? There's that. Th- let's say there's a thirty pound difference. What's well, not to say that you can't just trade in a few games to make up that difference and then get the PlayStation? Exactly. Because games, games. If you that, try to go to small CX, you're not getting a lot. Well, I see. Yeah, possibly. I'll give you an example. If you go to CEX right now, for something like Saints Row that just released three days ago, you're getting a tenner. Unless you put Ooh, yeah, because credit. Saints Row is such a bad game. Yes, I know, and that review and they're actually, right. actually offering you thirty-seven pound voucher for Saints Row, not a tenner. Did y'all play Saints no, Row? Yeah, Did but that's a voucher, not cash. Uh, cash is thirty-two pound. Thirty-two pounds. Both of you guys play Saints Row. Not a game. It's not. And if you um, go into the store, that's online. If you version. go into a store and ask to trade it in, because they've got so many of them, they'll offer you ten pound cash or thirty-two pound. Not CEX. No, no. It's going to be thirty-two pound cash. They have to stick to that online trading prices when you go into. Hey, a but store. they'll say that's online. They always. Well, no, no, they don't because I've been. They do. They don't. They've known for also for scalping as well, mate. So yeah, I'm I know they, they are, say. but they won't, don't do that with because I've been to CEX stores multiple ones and they've always given me the cash that they've said there was, and this was for very common games as well. They don't. They don't do that. They give you 
what they tell you that they're going to give you on their website because that's the price that goes across the stores that they tell their employees that they have to give you the money for doesn't no, matter I think, I think we i think i owe a conversation with cex then because that's not the way it works when i go in there well then they're probably you <laughs> over there but um no, they are screwing you over there because every CEX I've been to, well, no matter how common the game is or how high the price is online for the cash, they would give me exactly what they would offer. And the PlayStation 4 version of the Saints Row game is offering the same cash and the same voucher as the PS5. So let's say, I don't know if there's a free upgrade option for Saints Row on PlayStation 4 to PlayStation 5, but there, there isn't. And you tell your mom, it's okay, this game's terrible. Um, if you need that extra £30 for the PlayStation 5 at Christmas, here you go. Here's Saints Row. Trade it in for me and get that cash and get that PlayStation. It's yeah. only £30, you know? It's it's right. not the end of the world. Right, Callum, coming from somebody who has had this problem before in terms of wanting something and parents not being able to afford it, what would probably happen is the parent... What probably happen is you probably wouldn't end up with anything. You would, you wouldn't get the Xbox mm. and you wouldn't get the other one in its place. You just wouldn't have either. Well, exactly. So that's not relevant. Yeah, yeah, that's true and not true. Okay. The point is, the point is, you're still going to have those two options because the price is very close to each other. You're still going to have that option. Parents will go, yeah. okay, that's thirty pound more. Oh, we've got some stuff we can trade in, or we've got some stuff we can go to the car boot with to help us pay this extra thirty pound difference. It's the thirty pound yeah. difference. Fair enough. They shouldn't. I can't agree with price. what you said earlier either, Chloe. I can't agree with that because I grew up dirt poor in the gutter, in the hood. And each Christmas, whenever I remember when the Super Nintendo came out, my brother had got that. When the Nintendo 64 came out, I got that day one. When the PS2 came out, my mother made a way to get that. But um, if I don't parents wanna... really want to, exactly. to have their children happy, they'll do anything. I don't like, enough, be... They shouldn't have to, but they do because they love yeah. their children. Well, I don't well, want to. Well, think of it this way, right? Most kid, most parents do not tell their child or ask their child what they're getting for Christmas. They just go and get it. If a parent's going into a game and, say, looking at consoles, even if we use Callum's estimation with a single console, right, single PS5, no bundle, which is going to be £480. If you try and get a yeah. bundle, it's £100 extra. That alone is 480 If you look at a Series mm-hmm. S, for example, that's 242 on Amazon. Which one, and this cost a living issue, where people are looking to try and make savings or get enough for christmas so their child has enough which one do you think they'll go for it depends on the parent because, yeah, because yeah, i know i know i know for me as a parent i'm not going out just wasting money on on on, on random things i ask my kids what they want and it's and whatever they want if i have the money yeah. to do so i get it yeah. but well, the most have... parents at the moment are looking at trying to budget so if you have yeah. let's say for example you you three kids you have you have 100 quid each pick if you're trying to budget of course of course i'm gonna yeah. get that series yeah, but but then again the parents are going to the used market then most yeah. parents I don't do they're going to the used market but at the same time you're not going to find a ps5 used they're not yeah. available. i don't want to get the, my the, personal but neither are they now i don't want to get my they're, personal they're not available up, they're not available used i don't want to get my personal opinion mixed up though because even though i feel how i feel and i feel like me personally it doesn't matter to me um this is still a L on Sony's part. This is this is this is a bad move in my opinion, and I don't think yes. that this is that this is good for consumers as a whole because I would never be pro pro company because the company I, I, I don't work at Sony. Like, I, I have think, one last thing to say about it though as well. Yeah, go ahead. Oh. Is that when 
you go into a store. You, some parents who are clueless will ask the member of staff, yeah. what's the hottest selling console right now? They won't say Series X. They'll say PlayStation 5 because the PlayStation 5 is selling more than the Series do, X. Do you know why they say that? Because it's a higher ticket. And if you go into game and you're trying to get people to buy stuff, you always recommend the more most expensive thing. Because you want that commission on it. And you get commission for the things that are worth more. So the more you sell, the bigger your commission. Oh, of course, of course. But the so thing they're is... they're always going to say PS5. Yeah, but even the if biggest, the PlayStation the didn't coffee. go up in price, they would say PlayStation 5. Yeah, but even even then, it's, they're still going to say PS5 because they want that commission. PS5, at the moment, is sell, is sold, is the retail price is higher than the Xbox. So I mean, even when it wasn't... always going to say PS5. Yeah. Uh, but the one thing, the issue with this is, and I'm going to agree with Kevin, they are definitely taking an L. Do you know why this is the worst decision they could make? August of last year, PlayStation stopped selling at a loss. Yeah. They're now in profit. So as of August 4th last year, PS5 is no longer selling at a loss at $500. Uh, Bloomberg reported uh, the news just after a week. The company said it had sold 10 million PS5 consoles. The one with the disc tray is no longer selling for less, which is the high amount, uh, than the cost to produce it. Uh, the less expensive a discless 399 is shortly on track to have Sony's related costs offset by the time the PS4 runs out of commission. Well, then that's why they've done it, then, because they're greedy. I mean, they can, they can, like, they can claim it's inflation. They can claim it's inflation, which most people will believe. It is going up by 13%. Yeah, that's the amount the inflation is in the UK right now. The Bank of England reported it last week. By next month, it will be 15%. Inflation. Yay. So that's that's great. We're going to get far less for our money. No. But they've stopped selling at a loss a year ago, so they can't claim it's inflation because every console they sell now is profit. Yeah, which yeah. I is think precisely why this is happening because they're just being greedy. Every company is greedy at the end of the day. But major, I don't know if you if you and Colin remember before this whole generation kicked off. I remember in twenty nineteen, mid twenty twenty. Everybody was speculating because the Xbox that came out and announced, you know, everybody was waiting. They was waiting for these announcements to come out on how much money these, that these consoles consoles were going to yeah. cost. I yeah. believe Sony took that bullet, and I believe that they undersold the PS5. I don't think that they were going to sell that console at five hundred dollars before they came out and announced it. I think five fifty was the they price that they were going to sell. They did what they did with Sega. They did what exactly. they did with Sega. Exactly. So I think Sony came in. They were like, okay, you know what? Our our player base of people, we're going to sell more consoles. Of course, we're going to lose some money, but later on, maybe, maybe we can raise the price. That's an L, but I mean, you are like Sony isn't the first company to, um, to do this. The Oculus VR headset also raised, raised, oh, yeah. raised up the price. Yeah, they've About done it. Well. Exactly. Though. Exactly. Because fake, do you know why they raised the price of the Oculus? I mean, because Facebook stock tanked two weeks before. I mean, I mean, yeah, but it doesn't really matter. Like, that's that's a bad move, regardless. Like, why put out yeah. a product? At one price, usually you would think, okay, this product's been out on the market for two years. Now it should be going on sale. Two years on the market, and you got that's, that's you got a Meta's, product out there. Meta's desperate. They exactly. Billions. Exactly, but 
I don't think it's a smart move to release a product yeah, and in two years' time it's supposed to go down in price and instead you raise that price up. I, I have do a feeling no, Sony's you know going to reverse that decision Hang eventually. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> I've got the perfect answer for the for that argument. For what argument? That, so you're saying that it that the price shouldn't have increased in the two years because they said it wasn't going to. No, that's not what I said. I said it's let me say it again. I said it's not a smart move for any company with any product right, to have. Okay. Let's say, let's say, wait, 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 because you didn't understand the question. Let's say you release some lipstick or you release uh, a water bottle, right, on the market. You you drop that water bottle at twenty dollars in two thousand and twenty. Then twenty twenty two, that same water bottle, people would be expecting for it to. You know what? I didn't have twenty dollars in, so Chloe's water bottle should be dropping down now. It, it, it's been two years. That water bottle should be $15 now. Instead, you raise that water bottle up to $35. Yeah. That's not a good move. Okay. That's the True. point I'm making. True. But the thing that they will use as their defense for that, like businesses seem to have a habit of doing for raising prices for everything over the last two years, is COVID. That doesn't, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't. But that's what companies do. Companies have a habit when they, they they'll, rise they'll from blame the crazy. pandemic and the yeah. and the fact they haven't made as much profit. I'm not. I'm not. Price. I'm not saying that that's the reason behind it. I'm saying that that's the reason that they're going to give because that's what companies have been doing for the. That last would year. that would work depending on the product, but since COVID had people at home, electronics have been selling more. So that argument isn't going to work. Video games. And console sales have gone up tremendously. It, it doesn't work. But mean, that in, doesn't in mean the UK, gonna, the consoles mean right now, video gaming, is the most profitable in exactly. In the and UK. that's because of COVID. Exactly. Yeah. But they, so they, they, they can also use the fact that things are going up because of COVID, because of the war in Ukraine, because of this, because of that. This is the reason we're doing it. The fact is, is that playstation have not done well in getting these consoles out regardless what anyone says yeah they have not met targets they have not got enough consoles out they can blame chip shortages they can blame any number of things what they could have done is change the chip they were using what they could have done is make more consoles prepared before launch date they could have made sure that there were consoles in store ready to go because mm -hmm. as far as i'm aware and what I've been told, places like Oxford Street, in some cases, only got four PS4s on the day of four PS5s on the day of launch. Yeah. I also want to make one more statement. I also want to make one more statement just before we move on, right? If you look at every region where they increased the price, the only place they didn't increase it was in North America. And that is because they know Xbox Xbox is on Sony's heels in North America. So all this inflation talk and this is why they did it. Oh, that's bullshit, in my opinion, because yeah. because they know the same problem. It, exactly. But they know that they couldn't afford to raise the price inside North America, because then then I could see what you guys were alluding to earlier. Xbox would stomp Sony out if they did that in North America. They, they, but they Xbox is winning in places like Japan and Korea, but in the West, they're not. And it's only because more people wanted the PS5 because it is such a hard item to get. FOMO, fear of missing out. Mm -hmm. People yeah. will buy it and they'll go get it quick. The issue yeah. now is is that PlayStation are not only up in the price, there's less consoles than there were before because they're not meeting their target. They have not hit the 50 million consoles this year. So they're kind of screwed in that aspect because Xbox are still out in consoles every single week. 
they're apparently right now so many stores have so many xboxes they don't have room to store playstations anyway so the fact is is that playstation will at some point start losing to xbox in the uk europe japan and america because there isn't enough consoles to go around and xbox is pushing them out faster than stores can carry them this is an issue and PlayStation need to fix it. And they're obviously very scared about Xbox Game Pass, because even if you aren't on Xbox, people are still giving the Xbox money through PC or mobile. Yeah. And when that deal goes through with Activision, Xbox will own Call of Duty Mobile. That won't have to go to PlayStation, but they'll make a killing off that, because that game makes a lot of money. Anyway, uh, Nintendo has said it is not, has no plans to increase the Switch either. Uh, following Sony's announcement, uh, it made a difficult decision, apparently, Sony, to raise PS prices, PS5 prices in Europe, Japan, and parts of North America. Uh, Microsoft subsequently said it does not intend to raise their prices either. Uh, Nintendo has confirmed they will not be increasing the price of this console or any other console. We'll get into that in a second. Uh, but the company's UK arm and Nintendo said, uh, whilst we cannot comment on pricing strategies, we currently do not have any plans to change the price of our hardware due to inflation or increased procurement costs in each country. If you don't know, uh, Nintendo Switch is also using the same switch, the same chips, smart chips, as PlayStation is. So that doesn't make sense, really, with Sony's uh, explanation now. Uh, we'll determine our future pricing strategies through careful and continued deliberations. Uh, earlier this month, Nintendo, speaking of Nintendo, claimed it wasn't raising Switch prices in Japan, despite a weak yen compared to other companies like Apple. Uh, Nintendo also reported a year on year hardware sales decline for its qu- first quarter ending in June. Which is the first time that's happened in the two, three... Was it three three years since the Switch came out? It's three years. Uh, it's been a while. I think the Switch the came Switch out in came 2017. Was it longer? It's been five years. Five years is the first time they've ever had a decline in sales. That's insane. Yeah. I also want to touch on a point that you made, right? Uh, is it really relevant if Nintendo Switch uh, uh, says that they're not going to increase the price? Of course they're not going to increase the price. They'll just drop a Super Nintendo Switch or just like they did with the Switch OLED yeah. and that Switch OLED costed more than the OG Switch. So I don't really see how that's relevant because they are raising the price in, a, in inadvertently by Yeah, but they're, more they're more doing fumes. it in a sly way. Exactly. They're not that's, doing so, it out and out like PlayStation is. They're exactly. If, if they want to make more money than they ma- or they're making currently, right. same way they do with games, and this is mm-hmm. very, very sneaky, they they'll, re-release like, they'll it just and charge the full whack. <laughs> they'll just release a Super Nintendo Switch, i.e. Uh, Switch 2, and that Switch 2 or that Super Nintendo Switch will be $400, quote-unquote, yeah. but then they say but we're that's, not going to They don't the price that, though. They don't. They don't do that. As far, same way that PlayStation yeah. don't. Do, PlayStation will automatically go. Okay, we've got a PS Five. We're going to increase the price by fifty quid. Exactly. And Nintendo and will just said, take that same console, change it slightly, and say now charge you a hundred. Exactly. But that's yeah. why I said, like, is it is it is it really relevant of you know for them to say that because it's like we know that the you know the, the a base switch isn't going to cost more, but you're going to give me an Animal Crossing switch that's going to be more. You're going to give me a Splatoon three version of a switch that's going to be more. I'm going to get a Breath of the Wild two version of the switch which is going to be more. No, it's not yeah. the base switch. That's, that's but how still they do it. It's very very cheeky. Yeah, they're sneaky with it. Uh, Xbox Phil Spencer, Xbox boss Phil Spencer, uh, confirmed that console demand right now uh, will outstrip supply in at Christmas because there are so many Xboxes out at the moment 
uh, they find it very difficult to get the Series X out because they have so many S's already in the market. Uh, he said he doesn't think the company will be able to satisfy demand this holiday season. Uh, he provided an update via Bloomberg. I still think demand will outstrip supply for us. Uh, we'll see when we get into 2023. You'll start to see more that supply is catching up with demand and maybe you'll actually see one in store when you walk in. The thing is, in the UK, we actually have loads. There are tons of Series X's out right now. I went into Curry's the other day and the shelf was full of Series S. Full of them. That's shocking. Cool. I mean, they can't really say they haven't got enough supply out there because you go into any hardware or tech shop or anywhere, you'll find a Series S. There'll be at least one. Yeah, but nobody wants a Series S, though, man. Like, if, I mean, nobody if, wants it, but there's plenty of consoles out there. <laughs> this is the problem they're having. They have so many S's on shelves because everyone wants the X. Yeah. And they haven't got, and stores do not have the supply to get rid of them. <laughs> they don't have the storage. This well, is why there's so many away, Xboxes then. out Get right them now. away to us. Yeah, send it's given to us. I'll have them. I would love them. <laughs> I'd love another console. Uh, he did go on to say Activision acquisition uh, is driven by the company's move for mobile and PC. Uh, he said we don't have a lot of creative capability that has built hit mobile games, which is why they're looking to buy Activision Blizzard, most namely Call of Duty Mobile. Uh, asked by Bloomberg how the deal came about, he said Microsoft was motivated by a desire to grow its creative capabilities on non-console platforms, particularly mobile. When we think about what we're doing uh, and what we're capable of doing today, where we need to go, the biggest platform on the planet is mobile phones. One and a half billion people play mobile phones. Guess which market has the most amount of mobile phone usage? And it's more than a one and a half. Japan? Well, Japan? Japan and India. Mm, makes sense. One billion people, because they can't afford a console, will go get a mobile phone instead. One billion people in India. It's a market that PlayStation mm. is not in. Sony is, well, one of the biggest in Japan. The biggest tech company. Xbox want to drive sales up there. It'd be a very good idea to jump into mobile in that case because Japan is very well known for mobile games. Uh, he said he regretfully, I guess regretfully, as Microsoft, it's not a place we have a native platform. As gaming comes from console and PC, we do not have a lot of creative capabilities that has built hit mobile games. One thing about the space is if you've been around maybe too long, you know most of the creators out there. So you kind of know teams that could be a good in fit. Uh, for what we're trying to do. Uh, Candy Crush, obviously, owned by Activision. Uh, World of Warcraft, uh, the uh, <laughs> Diablo Immortal game, Call of Duty Mobile, all made by Activision. They're the top four games on mobile. Spencer also said he feels good about the chances of the proposed deal going through. So, yeah, but he would say that. Yeah, well, there, we've actually got news on that. Uh, the UK competition watchdog... Uh, is looking at the Xbox Activision merger inquiry, saying it could be expanded. Uh, it's claimed that the competition and markets authority may need more time to review the deal. So the UK is holding up the deal going through, apparently. Uh, uh, sounds about right, because we seem yeah. to be holding up everything else. Well, it, I know we know it's passed through the US. We know it's passed through Canada. I know that Brazil was taking a bit long because Sony was trying to meddle with the affairs. But apparently the reason this deal is still going through is because countries like us in the UK are holding the deal up. Uh, the deal is, spe is expected to be the biggest 
deal ever, obviously. Uh, an open investigation into the $68.7 billion deal. That's come from the Competition and Markets Authority, uh, which is the game industry's biggest ever by far, uh, to determine whether it is a fair one. Uh, CMA has been gathering feedback from third parties with an interest in the proposed deal and a deadline of September 1st to see this deal through. Uh, it's officially been set for this date for an initial decision on the matter. According to Seeking Alpha, traders citing a Capital Forum report claiming the CMA has had issues meeting with Microsoft uh, to express concerns over the deal, which could result in a regulator regulator expanding its review uh, to dive into this deeper, which is going to be an issue because if it does go through, we're looking not till next year at least until the UK sign off. Uh, Bloomberg interview published earlier this week, Phil Spencer expressed confidence, obviously Microsoft making the deal happen, although he admitted he was in uncharted territory given the scale of the deal going forward. He said, I feel good about the progress that we've been making by going to the process, supportive of people who maybe aren't as close to the gaming industry as asked, including, I think he's hinting at the CMA there. He said, I've never done a $70 billion deal before, so I don't know what my confidence means. I will say discussions we've been having seem positive. It was also claimed that Saudi Arabia has become the first regulatory authority to finalise and approve Activision Blizzard deal. I wonder why that might be. Does anyone guess? (laughs) (sighs) Because they're the only country that owns stock in Activision. (laughs) I wonder why that went through so quickly. Wow. Yeah, that's not shocking at all. They're even got that straight through the door. The world's a mess. Can we just leave? The world's a mess. Yes, we, we it's, just... it's, it's getting worse in here, over here. True. Uh, private, so... comp- pri- private companies being owned by governments is not a uh, not something that should happen. To be honest, no. especially one as shady as Saudi Arabia. Uh, but that being said, if you're looking for a good deal, uh, we're going to give you one. <laughs> That's only wrong. Roll the thing. <laughs> Are you looking to start a podcast? Sign up with Podbean. Voted the number one online podcast app by people like you and its users. Use our promo code podbean.com slash gamesinquirer. That's capital G and capital E. And get your first month completely free. It's easy to use. You can record right on the app. No mess, no fuss. Sign up today and get your first month free on us. And it helps us out too. What are you waiting for? Join the number one podcast app on the internet. With promo link podbean.com forward slash games inquiry. Uh, starting us off this week, Horizon Forbidden West Digital right now on CD Keys is just $29.99. Uh, you find that deal down below. Titanfall 2 Ultimate Edition, a game that was uh, reportedly banned at one point. Uh, you can get right now on Origin for just £3.99. That's PC only, obviously. Uh, the Xbox One right now in the game collection uh, for Vampire on Xbox One. At the game collection right now, it's 38% off. It's just £4.95. Uh, you can also find Journey to the Savage Planet right now on PS4 and Xbox. It's a free click and collect, uh, obviously, uh, £6.99. Uh, you can also find the Steel Series Arctis 3 gaming headset right now at Curry's. Use the code Bank Holly Play. That is Bank Holly Play, H O L I P L A Y. Uh, 31.49. That is 40% off, down from 45. The Arctis 3. I really want one of those headsets. Uh, Cyberpunk right now. CD keys is just 10.99. PC is a lot better. Try and get it on PC rather than console, unless you're on next gen. It's it's average PC is miles better than console though. Uh, Super Mario Nintendo's game and watch 
right now in the game collection is twenty nine ninety five. Uh, that is the original Super Mario Bros. Uh, if you had an N uh, was it a SNES or an N uh, SNES or the original NES that came out? I think it was SNES, wasn't it? Callum, you'd know this. Um, no, it could be NES that the first Mario came out on. Yeah, NES, thank you. Uh, Grid Legends right now, uh, click, free click and collect at Smith's Toys. Right now is £14.99, that's on PS5. Uh, you can also save 20% on gaming chairs uh, using the code at Curry's. Uh, excluding the racing and simulation chairs, you can get 20% off at Curry's right now. You can find the code down below, uh, but the code is... When it loads, uh, G chairs 20. That is G chairs 20. Uh, you get 20% off on a gaming chair right now. That deal will expire uh, next week, so you need to be quick on that. Uh, CD Keys right now also has Marvel Spider Man Remastered for PC. Uh, that's 34.49. Uh, that game is out on PC right now. Uh, dropped was it earlier this week? Uh, you could probably find it. Maybe on eBay if someone is selling a physical. I don't think there is one. But on CD keys, you can get it for $34.49. Free posters and packaging, physical. Uh, P- the parcelless PS5 right now, also at the game collection, is just £13.95. That is around £8 off. Uh, it's not a bad deal. And last but not least, House of the Dying Sun right now on Steam Deck. Verified that it has VR support. Uh, it's down from £10 down to less than a fiver. 55% off. Uh, that deal will expire on the 2nd of September. So get that quickly. That is just for £4.49. House of the Dying Sun is a tactical space shooter. It's not bad. Uh, I wouldn't say it's the greatest game ever. But it's it's pretty good. It will get you through the day uh, if you want to go check that out. Last but not least, though, because I've just seen this. CD Keys right now on PC. Uh, F1 Manager 2022. That game just released yesterday. Right now on Steam. You can get it on CD Keys for twenty seven ninety nine. Uh, that's not a bad deal at all. Uh, and that is all for your deals of the week. Okay. <laughs> Talking of deals, uh, do you guys remember early this year? Uh, I think it was early this year, around April, May, uh, EA was allegedly pursuing a sale to try and sell off the company. I think it was to Apple, Amazon and Disney. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, a supposed journalist who's making us all look very, very bad. Uh, tried to put something out on USA Today, um, claiming that Amazon had bid for EA. Uh, this went absolutely bananas. Uh, it, this mm-hmm. website is called GL, GLHF. I think it's a French uh, gaming website. Uh, they run through uh, their partner for the win, uh, which is also owned by USA Today. Uh, it ran a version of a story on their website that apparently violated their editorial standards regarding the use of unnamed and unvetted sources. Uh, they have since removed it. Uh, it's been rumoured Amazon was obviously looking to buy EA like a few months ago. Uh, that deal never came to fruition. EA hasn't sold. However, uh, they apparently tried to file a formal bid, according to this journalist. Uh, they are now being, <laughs> now being refuted. According to CNBC on Twitter, uh, if you can go follow them on Twitter at CNBC now, uh, Amazon is not making a bid for electronic arts. Uh, sources have told the uh, presenter, David Faber, uh, shares of EA surged reporting the site in uh, reporting the uh, according to the report site in a rumor, uh, the presenter went on to mock the journalist live on air. <laughs> That's funny, you don't see that very often. Uh, reports have obviously been circling because EA is looking to sell the company out. Uh, the rumors have come an unprecedented, obviously, because of Activision Blizzard deal. Um, but 
yeah, the, if you were wondering if this deal is real, uh, if this was actually happening, uh, if it could be even be a rumour, possibly. Uh, it's not. It's absolute nonsense. Uh, Jeff Schreier, uh, who is a well-known journalist uh, out in the US, um, he works for Bloomberg. He's one of the biggest names in journalism right now. Uh, he did post on Twitter following this news uh, that GLL, GLHF now reports on the Amazon deal that it's unclear whether it will happen. Uh, this was a bizarre update. He said that offers no explanation or indication that the rumour originated from them in the first place, which is confusing. Uh, he then went on to state uh, that they would love to see a post-mortem on this morning's EA Amazon kerfuffle. He said, my immediate thought was how strange it was that the article headline said Amazon set to buy electronic arts while the body said Amazon would put, announce today that it had made an offer to buy EA. Uh, so that didn't make much sense. Uh, he then went on to say this is probably a moot point at this at the moment. But I spoke to five EA devs this morning and none had heard anything about an acquisition aside from the rumour. That doesn't mean it's not happening, but if it is, EA has not yet informed its employees, which this most likely would do. I mean, it depends who he spoke to. If he's just <laughs> speaking to regular developers on the team, it's not likely they've heard head office rumours but or head office and doing anything. But at the same time, EA, if this had happened or was going to happen they probably would have told him or somebody like in his position that the deal was true and nobody could confirm it was. Uh, we did try and reach out to EA. Uh, they said they're not going to respond to rumours in that email. So they sent us an email yeah, did back you saying they're not responding to rumours. Did you see the news that came out? Uh, like I remember when, like what was it, Thursday morning or Friday morning, uh, they, they came out saying Amazon was going to place a bid and then it came out there was a lot of news news sites that came out and said that that that, that was a lie again just like mm. you said i don't know how true that is but but did you also see that news about the twitch streamer no there was a twitch streamer uh, uh some, some it was it was it was a chick in brazil or something and yeah. she had got she was streaming herself having 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 sex on stream and they and they and they only banned her for 7 days and then what? and then and then bro this was the same day this is why i remember this but then after she got the ban for seven days she like she made a a, a threat of terrorism because she threatened <laughs> she said that she wanted to go to twitch and shoot the employees so then they banned her indefinitely wait 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 wait, wait, wait. there's more they banned her indefinitely right and then after they banned her indefinitely she wrote a letter to, to twitch and then now she's only banned for 22 days two things that makes no sense and what the heck is that going to do with the conversation we were just having just because uh i i remember the day when all this news came out i was on twitter talking and i had made a post about it and i uh, remember yeah. both of these things that came out and i just wanted to know if major knew about it because I know Major Major sometimes on my page, you know, sometimes he'll, yeah. he'll like he'll comment here and there. So I wanted to know if he's seen that news because all this news came out at the same time and I was like, this right. is Mate, I, be- I I was completely enraptured with this supposed false deal that was happening. I didn't even notice that. That went under my radar. Yeah. But that's insane. Sorry about the tangent, Can I can I can <laughs> I just clarify this for a second? <laughs> when you said she was having sex, was that with another person or by herself? With another, so this is what was going on, right? There was because like, that's happened before on it. Twitch where people have actually left the camera on, yeah. So she <laughs> was doing it right, and the viewers couldn't really see everything that was going on, but she was in front of like a super reflective glass, 
and you can see everything. Why do I always miss this stuff? <laughs> it's crazy. But oh, I just want to ask, man, like, yo. It's wild. Again, I apologize for the tangent because just like Chloe said, this has nothing to do with the time. <laughs> no, yeah. But yeah, that's, 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 that's actually like... piqued my interest. I'm going to have to go find out about this. That's ridiculous. That's ridic- I mean, I know that Switch streamers have had accidents before, but why, why put up a big reflective mirror? <laughs> 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 anyway. Oh, she said <laughs> death threats. <laughs> she got shoot her. Uh, she's so nuts. I think I think it was. Uh, I mean, yeah. Go to OnlyFans or one of the other sites like that. Don't do it on Twitch. I guarantee there was probably kids watching that as well. She probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, they need to go ahead and uh, open up the OnlyFans section so I can start my Twitch career. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Twitch yeah, I think I think that is Twitch's next <laughs> step as well because all these female Twitch streams are jumping over there to make real yeah. money. I think yeah. that's where Twitch will go. Or they'll make an offer to buy OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. I know we got an offer from OnlyFans. <laughs> they wanted us to go do I videos on now. I went, nah, mate. They wanted us to go do gaming videos on OnlyFans surrounded what? by porn. Yeah. Okay. That was you should have told me. That actually sounds like a lot of money to be made. You should have told me, man. Well, to be, I I mean, to be honest, we were considering it. Because they said they had a gaming division. Then go on. When you look at a... Huh? Go like you do know OnlyFans was not designed for porn, right? I know it wasn't, but it's been taken over by porn. But the thing is, when you upload to OnlyFans, the top streams, if you get anywhere near the top, it's just go, 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 go. I do not want to be slotted in between porn, to be honest. Yeah. That sounded wrong. Well, <laughs> that's it's, good money, man. Sign us up, man. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not... I'm Jason and are destroyed by... Yeah, OnlyFans porn. Like, this. that's not... I mean, <laughs> if we could get a girl on there... To do the news because that would fit. If you have a guy um, standing Alan, there reading news, that's very, very sexist. No, major. I mean it, it would fit in the in the global category of female, female, sure. female, female. If you just have some guy on there in the middle of all of that reading, I think, news, I think we could hire someone on. that's currently on the podcast. Don't you think so? And <laughs> um, Bam Bam, or you want to be the uh, handsome male yeah, yeah, yeah. people? Uh, <laughs> Let me know, man. Hey, I'm gonna show up butt booty naked, ready to go. <laughs> Let me know. I got the baby oil and everything, man. Oh, mate, what? I, well, I, please don't put images in my head. That's gonna creep me the hell out. Shinobi and Bam Bam. Can we move, bitches? I think I know exactly where Callum's brain is going here. And yeah, we'll no. move on. Uh, speaking of EA, uh, Battlefield 2042 Season 2 Pass has been revealed. The new details. Uh, they have announced new guns, a new map, a new black market specialist. I was going to write about this, but Gamescom has been whooping my ass this week. Uh, if you want to know about Gamescom and all the game announcements that have been made, check down below on the website. Uh, there is tons and tons. I'm still getting emails right this minute about Gamescom. Um, uh, shout out to Wide, who won the most anticipated Nintendo Switch release with Tin Hearts at uh, Gamescom. Uh, and to AEW Fight Forever, a game that hasn't even released. They won an award for the most anticipated game at Gamescom. Shout out to them. But anyway, Battlefield 2042 Season 2 Master of Arms uh, will be launching uh, in two days' time, August 30th, all platforms. It is currently having a new map, and they have confirmed a new specialist, a ton of new weapons and hardware, 
and 100 tiers of new Battle Pass content if you are playing that game. Uh, the players will find themselves vying for control of the Starg series, which is now market for illicit military hardware. Uh, the tanker itself favours close quarters combat uh, with tight corridors, a lot of cover and short distances between objectives. Uh, to be honest, this update actually looks pretty cool. I'm not one for Battlefield 2042 anyway, because when the game released, it was absolute garbage. Uh, but they are actually putting some more details into that uh, and making this next update, Season 2, actually look pretty good. And it's it's, it's tempting me to jump on board. Uh, speaking of uh, publishers, though... It's something we did publish on the website. Uh, I don't know if many people have seen it. However, uh, P-Cube, uh, in the UK publisher, who is known for publishing uh, Japanese games to Western markets, uh, they have been accused this past week of embezzlement and fraud. Uh, we did post about this on the website, so we'll leave a link down below. But Toge Productions, uh, which is the developers behind the space for the Unbound, uh, has accused P-Cube uh, of fraud and embezzlement as well as manipulating and exploiting the studio for profit, uh, particularly during the pandemic of August of last, uh, 2020. Uh, in a Facebook post, Toge claimed uh, Pico used Toge Productions' brand and identity as leverage to file for a grant from the UK Diversity Fund. Uh, this is a government grant, maximum of about £700,000 a year. Uh, it's meant to be used for em supporting employees to recruit more apprentices from the BME community. Uh, with those with a BAME background who have learning difficulties or a disability, uh, addressing gender stereotypes, uh, advance equality across a full range of protected characteristics, including sexual orientation, gender identity, religion and belief, uh, develop and promote new existing resources and empower providers with a good equality and diversity track record. That's from the government website. Uh, according to Toge, though, uh, they've claimed instead of providing the funds, because P-Cube used Toast Productions' name to get the funding. Instead of giving it to Toast Productions, uh, P-Cube apparently used the money to buy more shares in Toast Productions. Uh, Toast just made further claims they were not even informed of P-Cube filing for the grant, nor were they given any information about the grant until March of this year, so two years later. Uh, instead of using the funds to give to Toast Productions, as they should have done, They've claimed that Toge production, uh, P-Cube bought more shares in Toge Production Studio, uh, which, if true, is obviously going to give uh, P-Cube some serious problems later on down the line because that's obviously embezzlement of government funds. Uh, they could claim that it was used to develop and promote new and existing resources, which is one of the terms. However, Toge said that doesn't highlight the rest of it. Uh, they weren't even made aware of it. They used Toge Production's name to get this grant, didn't give them any money, they saw no benefit, and PQ just bought more shares in the company with it. Uh, they said they were lied to for several months about this. Uh, they said they're considering a further slap in the face. PQ is also refusing to hand back publishing control for consoles for their game, The Space for the Unbound. And uh, it's because of this, the studio is indefinitely delaying the release of the game. Your uh, your comments, PQ, we did speak to, uh, try and reach out to PQ for comment on this. They declined to say anything. <sighs> I, the thing is, it's a company getting money off the UK government, so at this point, <coughs> I'm not surprised something's gone to hell. Mm. I mean, because I mean, we've how known many the companies, companies has that happened with lately? Tons. Do you remember during the pandemic when they were just giving out tens of millions of exactly. pounds to foreign companies that had exactly. no interest in the UK? Exactly. That's what I'm getting at. So, to be honest... I can't say I'm surprised that this has happened. 
I'm, I'm not so, too surprised, but the fact that P-Cube, who always seemed to me to be an honourable publisher, has decided that they're going to steal money from Toge. If this is true, and I'm not saying it is true, because we only have Toge production side of it right now, we don't understand. We don't know P Cube's stance on this. We don't know what happened from their perspective. We only know what Toes has said. So I'm not going to jump to conclusions that P Cube has done anything because I don't know their side of the story. What I do know is that Toes has accused them of fraudulently using their name, a company that isn't even based in the UK, mind you. Toes Productions is based in Indonesia. They're not even going to be subject to to UK. They're not bringing anybody into the company from overseas. They're still in Indonesia. They've decided to use a government fund, a diversity fund, which should be used to hire apprentices and employees from ethnic minorities and from people who are disabled or have gender identity or uh, part of the gender identity community, for example, mm. trans or LGBT, yeah. uh, for more women to get into the industry, things of that nature. That's what the fund is supposed to be used for. What they've done instead is used a foreign studio's name to apply for a grant for the UK, which specifically states that it's to increase employees and apprentices from that community to come work for them at that studio. They're not hi- they're not hiring anybody. They've used the money that they got from that to go buy shares in a foreign studio. That's naughty. Mm. And if that's true, if they've actually done that, that's criminal. Pro- that's a criminal act. Yeah. So it's interesting if they if they have done it. I'm not saying they have because obviously we don't know we don't the full know, sto- yeah. We don't know the full story yet. But that's what Toge has alleged. Your thoughts, Callum? Like, it's just like I know PQ's quite a big company now because I've I've played some of their games. We've reviewed some of their games, haven't we? Mm-hmm. We have indeed. And it's a shock that that they would do fraud or embezzlement. It's just not something you get out of a small studio like this. No. And to to use another company's name as well to try and do that. That's that's lying on the government document. I know. They falsely represented what their intention is. It's so weird. It's, It's like the Ecodiversity Fund. So obviously it's for people with disabilities and stuff. Yeah, minority. Yeah, yeah. women. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like they're taking something good, and this is why we can't have anything good nowadays. Because nice this things, is yeah. why we can't have nice things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of not having nice things, uh, one of the things that irritates me the most is piracy. Because you know how you go to eBay or you find the game in a shop that looks legit. Or a DVD, because this has happened to me quite a few times. You look for it, you find something, and it always turns out to be like a fraudulent copy. Or you're trying to find a stream online, and it says it's for one thing, and then it comes up from like Indian Bollywood movie. That stuff irritates me. Uh, But thankfully, Nintendo Switch is fixing this issue. Uh, They've included the anti-piracy software Denuvu has been announced for Switch. Uh, It's currently using a variety of PC games. Uh, Will be now available with the console when every game that comes. That's terrible. That's absolutely terrible. They shouldn't be doing that. Why shouldn't they be doing that? Because everyone knows that Denuvu is the worst DRM that's possible because it impacts performance. There are some games that have improved performance by four times the amount. It's very CPU heavy, and a Nintendo Switch is already struggling on games to run. So with Denuvu, it's going to run even worse. 
games are going to be oh. almost unplayable with it. It's a, it's the worst DRM you could use. Well, they have stated they've suffered from piracy issues for a long time. Uh, even if a game was protected against piracy on PC, did, did, did they also not realise? Did they also not realise Demovo is also one of the most easily crackable DRM as well? So it Apparently doesn't matter. Not. It is. <laughs> It is. Uh, They've come out, DeNovo has come out and said they will block emulation and make it so anybody will need a legitimate copy of the game to play. They say that, but it's not going (laughs) to work. Like, people have already cracked PC games within a day using that had DeNovo. And all it does is it's just... DRM is basically... It's a disease for the gaming industry, unfortunately, in the sense that, yes, it's good for stopping piracy, but it's really bad for gamers because they basically end up getting the uh, the crap end of things. They end up getting an inferior product because of it. Yeah. And um, it, it's why the, this is the why this is why people like to buy games on GOG because it doesn't have piracy protection on them. People still buy it. It's not piracy protection will not stop pirates. There no, is they'll no find point. a way around if they're, if yeah, they're true no pirates and they're hackers. They, they will do exactly. It there's no point. Because there's always going to be that one person that's going to crack it. There's no point in putting DRM to games that it's just less people are actually buying games if they have piracy protection on because of these issues that come up. So really, they're just hurting their own sales of games. Yeah. Mm. Uh, they did state the the De Novo is a popular anti-piracy software, uh, but the journalist said that the software is known to affect a game's PC performance. And the always online requirement has made it unpopular, very unpopular amongst certain communities. Uh, a well-known example of this was Resident Evil Village when it released on PC. came equipped with De Novo, but because hackers found that it caused performance issues, especially when you're playing online, Capcom had to release a patch to uh, kind of limit the effect of the software. Uh, Ardetto is uh, hoping to clamp down on pirates who dump Nintendo Switch games online uh, so that can be played with emulators, a move that is in line with Nintendo's strict stance, obviously, against piracy. Uh, They've previously sued websites that hosted pirated games and have won consistently. Uh, No word yet on when the anti-piracy software will be implemented. Uh, We do know that it could be by the end of this year, though. Uh, is what they're trying when they're trying to start implementing it or beginning of next year. Uh, nor we know any potential effects on performance on the Switch because we don't know how the Switch is going to handle it. Uh, if it comes with every single Nintendo Switch game, though, uh, let's hope it doesn't affect them too bad because Hogwarts Legacy mm. on Switch is going to be a big seller. Ugh. That comes with DRM, we're screwed. <laughs> no well, one's going to be play it. Well, Dude, that's yeah. my point. That's my point, though. DRM is literally the worst thing to happen to gaming, to be honest, because of these more, issues. More than the actual piracy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the problem is they need to find a way of stopping the... No, because, in fact, it's been proven that more people actually end up buying games because of piracy. Um, because most developers don't actually release demos for their games. So most people pirate the game and buy it. Mm. Mm. That, is, that is worrying, though. If more people, there's going to be more pirates around. Anyway, anyway uh, speaking of PC, uh, Valve is thinking about Steam Deck 2. I know you've talked to me about this, Callum. Yes, I've got a Steam Deck 10 right now. <laughs> Well, I know you mentioned to me yesterday, uh, but Steam Deck 2 is apparently something that they're working on. Oh, yeah. It's months after they've already shipped to the first one. Uh, In the months following the Steam Deck's launch, uh, the gaming handheld PC 
uh, outperformed Valve's expectations massively. The company's now revealed it's indefinitely think it is definitely thinking about creating successor. Yeah, it'll be it'll be out in 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 two years probably, but not next year. They wouldn't do that. It's not what Valve's plan is. They want to try and get PC gaming more accessible to everybody, and if they release a new product every single year, people aren't going to really bother with it. As pointed out by Wario64, uh, Valve released a 50-page booklet about the Steam Deck, um, which he pointed through a section of the booklet titled The Future, More Steam Decks, More Steam OS. Uh, Valve revealed its plans to support the Steam Deck for years through both new hardware and software versions. Uh, in the future, Valve will follow up on this product with improvement and iterations to hardware and software. Uh, that was in the booklet. Uh, the company is also looking to incorporate community feedback into the new next Steam Deck which is apparently they were looking for a more well-rounded experience. Uh, they said it's a multi-generational product line uh, that will continue. Uh, they said the Steam Deck is uh, in line, or it's a multi-generational product line, and the Steam Deck and Steam OS will be supported well into the foreseeable future. We'd like to build more new versions. Uh, Gabe Noor, who is the Valve president, uh, said to IGN during the launch uh, that the products had very high demand, uh, have pushed the team to explore more options for the future of the Steam Deck, the Steam Deck, on average, got a 7 to 8 out of 10 for hardware, which isn't too bad, actually, for a brand new con- for a brand new handheld console. Which does then Under- kind of make me wonder why they're... <laughs> that does make me wonder why they're trying to run ahead with a second one. Because... Well, it's not exactly the same as what's... They're not exactly Sony or Microsoft. They're a PC company. Um, it's like how you get a new graphics card every year or two, which is mm. why they will. And to be honest, once a console's released, the other companies are already working on the next one, so it's not like it's it's news. To be honest, if that makes sense. Yeah, they, they most console makers do this is when they know that something's selling well, they'll go out of their way to go try and make a new one because they want to keep that hype going. But with this, I don't think they're going to jump straight in. And if they do, it'll be difficult for how they could really differentiate the original Steam Deck from a successor. Mm. I mean, they could increase the display, they could make the graphics better, they could put in a faster processor, but as far as actually making it physically different, most people now can 3D print the Steam Deck clock 3-deck shell anyway, so you can't really make that any Mm. better than it is. Difficult. Anyway... Uh, moving on, speaking about Hogwarts Legacy, uh, apparently if you're on Xbox or Switch or PC, uh, you're going to miss out on certain content because PlayStation has signed up an exclusive quest with Warner Brothers. Uh, the exclusive content will only be available on PS5. Uh, the contents of the quest are currently unknown, however it will feature an exclusive quest on PlayStation. A response to a fan question, which was only discovered when the game was listed for pre-order, Avalanche Community Manager Chandler Wood replied, uh, the PlayStation exclusive quest comes with any PlayStation version of the game. It is not tied to pre-order. It will get you get you the Felix Felicious Potion recipe. More details are coming soon. Uh, the potion does not appear to be exclusive to PlayStation. The Xbox Store is also listing it as a pre-order bonus. Uh, in the world of Harry Potter, uh, Felix Phyllis is a potion that delivers the drinker incredible luck for a short period of time. Uh, the contents of the exclusive quest are unknown, as are whether the quest will eventually be available on other platforms. We don't know if it's a timed exclusive or not. Uh, Warner Brothers obviously showed off uh, the new unboxing video we come with the collector's edition. Uh, we showed off a floating wand. 
according to PSN, Hogwarts Legacy has an exclusive quest. This wasn't communicate, communicated to fans right now. This has only come out because of the game's pre-order. Uh, Warner Brothers also announced that Hogwarts Legacy has been delayed till February of next year, February 10th, which is gutting. Mm-hmm. So Although at least we've actually got a release date now. Yeah, so. we've now got a confirmed release date. I'm going to try and get a review copy if I can. If not, I'm going to buy a copy because I want Hogwarts Legacy. I have to play this game. One way or another, I'll get my hands on it. Oh, same, even if I can only play it every so often when I'm at Jake's. But yes. <laughs> get him to get you a console for Christmas. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you just need a con- even even a second hand one. Just get a last gen if you have to. Get a console. Is that even gonna have they even said that it's running on last gen though? Because that sounds like the sort of game that they it, is, it is running on it is running on last gen. Okay. Because that just sounds like the sort of game that they would have been better off making next gen only but yeah luckily it is releasing on switch so you can't really have not yeah have that's true actually switch yeah that's they're true both actually. really about the same graphicals and you know processor yeah. speeds yeah so. I, for- I forgot they were doing it on switch yeah uh, but anyway we're gonna jump in some music don't go anywhere we'll be right back with some movie and tv news thank you for joining us episode 76 I told you that I never would I told you I changed Even when I knew I never could Know that I can't find nobody else as good as you I need you to stay Need you to stay I get drunk, wake up, I'm wasted still I realize the time that I wasted I feel like you can't feel the way I feel Be fucked up if you can't be right You can't be right yeah. I do the same thing I told you that I never would I told you I changed Even when I knew I never could Know that I can't find nobody else as good as you I need you to stay, need you to stay. I do the same thing I told you that I never would I told you I changed Even when I knew I never could Know that I can't find nobody else as good as you I need you to stay, need you to stay. When I'm away from you, I miss your touch You're the reason I believe in love
Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 76. You remember from the top of the show, uh, 14th of September. Make sure you tune in. We're interviewing Fear FX uh, Squared. It is a horror indie developer. Uh, there will be on the podcast of me and Callum. Uh, that is Wednesday, the 14th of September. You will find the link when it uh, up, when it's uploaded uh, on the website under the podcast tab. Uh, hopefully you can all join in because uh, we need some questions. You can email us via the contact page or send us an email, gamesinquire at gmail.com if you'd like to submit some questions for the developers. Uh, moving on to movie and TV news this week, Resident Evil. Have you guys watched this on Netflix? No. The Resident Evil series? Have you I watched it? Have Netflix. Oh, okay. Well, no, I've watched this Resident so. Evil series and it was garbage. Um, you wrote, if you go, basically, they try to redesign Resident Evil. Uh, right. <laughs> Wesker looks like Blade in full suit as well. He's got the haircut and everything. It doesn't make sense why they did that. <laughs> but Netflix has cancelled the series after just one season. Uh, Deadline oh, report. they realised it was garbage. Yeah, because it it got really bad reviews. I tried to watch it after the first two episodes. I got really bored. It's a terrible, terrible adaptation. Uh, Deadline has reported Netflix will not be renewing the adaptation of Capcom's game series. Uh, premiered its first eight episodes on July the 14th. Uh, whilst it debuted in the top ten rankings... Uh, the series quickly fell off the radar following lukewarm reception from viewers and critics. Uh, Netflix's Resident Evil series uh, apparently was set in the ori- original uh, Resident Evil universe uh, in an alternate timeline where Umbrella Foundation, uh, the Umbrella Corporation, was founded a new Raccoon City, which Albert Wesker and his two daughters, Jade and Billy, both moved together to. Uh, the series followed two timelines, which was the new Raccoon City and 14 years later when the uh, T-Virus had already decimated the human population. Uh, the TV series didn't follow any storyline for the video adaptation, uh, but it did appear mo- original monsters from the games like The Liquor. Resident Evil has been uh, adapted numerous times, including a series of financially successful films. Uh, the reboot Welcome to Raccoon City. Uh, while the latter may not be the most direct adaptation of the games to date, Resident Evil adaptations have mostly taken the same source material uh, to create original stories. Uh, this most recent cancellation over Netflix uh, was previously shuttered over other adaptations such as the Cowboy Bebop live-action series, which was not great either. <laughs> um, IGN did say the adaptation was mostly positive, uh, citing Lance Riddick's portrayal of Albert Wesker as a particular highlight. Uh, if you don't know who he is, he has been in movies before, um, I can't remember what the one off the top of my head. Uh, oh my god, what did he be? What was he in? What was he in? I know he's been in video games as well. He did a a video game. Uh, he was in The Wire. Uh, Lance Riddick. Uh, he's also known for playing the character Philip Broyles in Fringe. Uh, he's known for portraying Detective Johnny Bas Johnny Basil. On Oz, uh, Matthew Aberdon in Lost. He's a very, very good actor. He was in the John Wick franchise as the guy at the hotel, the reception. Um, he's also provided the likeness and video video game characters uh, in Quantum Break. There was a TV series around that game uh, you had to unlock, and he was also in Horizon Zero Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, so he's been in quite a few stuff, quite a lot of stuff over the years. Um, he what he was the highlight of that show. But the rest of it just didn't make sense. That show was incredibly poorly written. Um, speaking of uh, things that are not great, though, Ezra Miller 
That was a terrible transition. Ezra Miller, you guys know must know who Ezra Miller is, yes? Uh, yes, from DC. I asked Stacey that she didn't have a clue. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard the name. Yeah, he played the Flash in ah. the uh, DC movies. Ah, um, right. You guys know about his recent behaviour. He was arrested uh, in, I think it was in Hawaii, for starting a fight in a bar. I didn't know yeah. that. But, well, he he's okay. a, a loose nutcase, really. He's a he's a nutter. Uh, but importantly, meets he's met with a Warner Brother Discovery executive to try and save the Flash character mm, in the movies. Uh, he has been on an apology tour over the last few weeks for the latest stop being at Warner Brothers Film Division. Uh, THR reported that Miller and the agent Scott Metzger uh, met with Warner Brother Film <laughs> Chairs Michael DeLuca and Pam Abdi. Uh, they reportedly apologised for bringing negative attention to the Flash. Uh, Miller has also reportedly reaffirmed their commitment to the movie, which has been rumoured to be under threat amid a flurry of controversy surrounding him. Uh, he said to have sought the meeting after reports emerged that the film might be cancelled, not least because the Flash is one of their favourite characters to play, according to one of the THR sources. Uh, Miller was purportedly apologising and reaffirmed their commitment to taking better care of his <laughs> of his public right. image. Right. I'm just going to... I've got a problem with this. Because Warner Brothers are the same company that did the Fantastic Beasts films. Yeah. And cut Johnny Depp off without a second thought because of their public image based off that trial. Mm. So if he manages, if Ezra Miller manages to get his own way. Yeah. I am going to be. I'm going to be annoyed. Well, they did cancel Batgirl for no reason. I, I wouldn't be too worried about Batgirl because I don't think that's a very uh, very big IP at the moment. It's not been going well. They oh, tried it's to massive TV right now because they cancelled it. Yeah, but I mean, that's it wasn't very good. It yeah, wasn't but it wasn't before so after when they did release Oh, no, no. They said the movie was brilliant. Are you it's, sure? Because yeah. I've, I've, I've seen mixed reviews for that. No, no, no. Like it. There was a, quite a few people that said that the movie was brilliant. And it was one of the better DC movies that have come out in recent times and then they've cancelled it. I don't know. Um, Ezra Miller's problem's obviously over. He's facing legal action right now in multiple states across the US, least of which in Vermont where he's facing a, fel- a felony burglary charge. Uh, he's also been accused of grooming an underage kid. Oh. Uh, he's also recently reappeared after abruptly deleting his Instagram and vanishing, uh, apologising for his recent behaviour for complex mental health issues after he started a fight in a bar, I think it was in Hawaii, where he threatened a guy with a knife. Right, again, if he does manage to get his own way and manages to A, save the Flash, and B, save his position on the Flash, yeah. or his career in general... I'm done because this was not the same attitude they were giving Johnny Depp when half no. of, when those who, accusations who was, who was presumed guilty before there yeah, was any exactly, evidence in the exactly that's what I'm saying and yeah. that's why this annoys me because they're now it sounds like he's trying to get them to do the opposite with him and if they do yeah that's it's revolting considering yeah. he's he's been accused of grooming a child mm. I think it was a 13 or 14 year old boy. And he's been arrested and charged with fe- with a felonary burglary charge in Vermont where he robbed someone's house. So, in fact, if he gets away with this and Warner Brothers allow him to, to carry on, that's appalling. Because they didn't do the same for Johnny Depp, yeah. who was 
who, had no evidence that yeah. one person's word against another. Um, having he recently, apparently he said, I haven't gone through a time of intense crisis. I now understand I'm suffering complex mel- mental health issues. Oh, for crying out loud. Oh, for crying out loud. That may be true, but if you're going to use that as an excuse behind yeah, this it, kind it, of behaviour. Just because you have mental health issues, it does not give you the right to be a dick. No, and it also doesn't give... No, it Just does. Ill have... mental health issues do not affect your ability to tell right and from wrong in regards to grooming a child. And they also don't. Just because you have mental health issues, that does not mean that somebody has to forgive your actions that may have been caused by them, because those actions still cause the other person harm. You, yeah, he idiot. Yeah, and it's it's. This is obviously coming at a time uh, Warner Brothers Discovery said to be preparing for multiple <laughs> scenarios, including cancelling the film completely. Uh, it's one of the many difficulties the studio is currently facing because they've obviously had blowback from Black Batgirl's cancellation. Um, Why don't they just do I've, what they did with Fantastic Beasts and just recasting? That probably saves yeah, that, that, that issue. That would have saved a lot of time. The issue with Batgirl is that I've seen very mixed reviews because people said they didn't like the adaptation no, I mean, that was being produced. But some people love it. So this, this, I don't think that the same, like the Flash and Batgirl, can be held in the same context. No. Because the Flash is probably they say it's their favourite character. However, he's not as popular <laughs> as Batman or Superman. So that movie isn't going to do as well as that as the recent Batman movie or any other adaptation they've got currently. But Batgirl, kind of. I, I, it's it's a complicated situation, but the fact that they've still got Ezra Miller because people are calling for him to be recast, they don't want him being in this film. So this should be an easy move. Yeah. Take him out. Don't cancel the film. Yeah, just, just take re- him out yeah, of it. Just read. Yeah, just yeah. as we've as we said, it's not like they haven't done that before when it was entirely unnecessary. So why not just do that now? Yeah, I mean, you've also got the TV actor. People have been calling for the TV actor to be cast in the movie role instead. Because Which would have probably made more sense anyway. Yeah, I mean he's been in he's been in the Flash TV shows for a long time. <sighs> the original, just the original make... Barry Allen, the one. One second, let me yeah. find his name. Warner Probably, Brothers just don't I, make any sense anymore. No, I mean I don't understand why they would carry on or even participate the idea. Or even indulge the idea to keep him on. Grant Gustin, mm. Thomas Grant Gustin, is the uh, the actor who plays Barry Allen in the TV series. He's been there for nine seasons. He could easily slot in because he's a known face. He's known mm. as the, the Flash. Ezra Miller, for me, I think personally, was a very weird choice to begin with, having him in the Flash because he doesn't look anything like Barry Allen from the TV show, number one. If they were looking to try and capture the magic from the TV series, which has a massive cult following... You could have put someone in there that maybe looks like him, or even put the actor in. I mean, the only thing—he's not a great actor. He's not a. The only thing I might say in defence against them not putting the the other the actor in that you were talking about is: could there be schedule conflicts, and therefore he couldn't do it? Possibly, but if there was a chance for him to do a movie for three months, I think that show, the TV show. I mean, the, the TV show is also run by Warner Brothers. So oh, they right, could have okay. easily just, so they could have that, just pushed back yeah, the release right, okay. of the next one or, or changed the schedule around. You yeah. could have had him in there if you offered him enough money. Most likely, you would have jumped at the chance of being in a film. 
Yeah. Miller is facing court on September 27th for the felony burglary charge. Uh, he will be facing a jury. Uh, it's possible that he may not even be around for the movie's release because he could be in prison if he's found guilty. Oh, that'll be. At the moment, there's mm. enough evidence to suggest he's going to be found guilty. Okay, can we... Ch- yeah, I, I, yeah uh, House yeah. of the Dragon, Game of Thrones <laughs> prequel, uh, has already been renewed for season two after just one episode. Oh, wow. Uh, one of the most watched TV shows upon launch in history. It isn't as good as Game of Thrones season one, if you haven't seen it. First episode of Game of Thrones season one, I'd say is probably better than House of Dragon. Uh, because yeah, it but does a, make... a prequel is never going to be as good as no, its predecessor. It's not, it's not. And I did find the story kind of confusing that first episode because they didn't make clear that the little girl was not Daenerys. I'm still very confused on who that little girl is. If, if that is Daenerys or if it's a younger or her older sister, I don't think this is Daenerys because it, it doesn't make sense. I'm very confused on the timeline here where we are because obviously Matt Smith is playing Jon Snow's dad in this. Wait, what? Yeah. Because this is set at the time of the Mad King at the start of his reign and he's got his foot. Like they're looking at successors of who will take over. Obviously... The little girl is not going to be queen because the Mad King runs all the way through until the, his throne is taken and he's killed. So we know the sort of the timeline of it, but where we are as far as... Because the, the Targaryen family like lineage was not never really fully known. Uh, did, you, have you, did you watch, Callum, the, uh, the first episode? No, I didn't even know it was even out yet. Yeah, it's on Sky right now. It's a good show, and it is, it is is a positive start to that show because when Game of Thrones first launched, people that had never read the books or didn't think about the series was a little bit turned off by the first episode. It wasn't until they got to episode two and three that the show really started to pick up momentum. But this prequel, first see, first episode, has actually been one of the most watched shows on Sky at the time of launch, it wasn't directly started at 2 a.m. So a lot of people weren't watching more people mm-hmm. downloaded it than actually watched it live. But it is one of the most watched shows on sky. It is a very, very, very good prequel. It's obviously not in the same vein as the original game of Thrones series, because we already know a little bit about if you watch game of Thrones, you're going to be familiar with sort of the, the, the theme and the setting of it. It's not very explanatory of who everybody is. It kind of, it's more revolving around, there's a scene in it, I'm not going to spoil it if you haven't seen it, but it is revolting, so make sure you bring a sick bucket or at least avert your eyes when it starts. Um, but there's a scene where <laughs> uh, somebody has an, uh, a live, uh, <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, I'm not going to say it because I Can actually feel sick. Yeah. Thinking, yeah. Anyway, it has been renewed after just one episode. Uh, the news came after the show, which is set 200 years before the events of Game of Thrones premiered on HBO and HBO Max in the US, uh, Sky in the UK. Uh, it aired on August 21st, was the largest premiere in the history of HBO, with 10 million people tuning in on opening night. Uh, several thousand users were left unable to watch due to the app crashing because there were yeah. so many people trying to watch it at once. Uh, Whilst unlike the numbers will stay as high for the entirety of this series, there's going to be 10 episodes. Uh, the fans of Game of Thrones are in for the long haul uh, because season two of House of Dragon has already been confirmed within minutes of season one launching. 
Uh, they're looking forward, thanks to the season two, to making it uh, the first Game of Thrones spin-off. There have been several other ideas pitched and developed, uh, including a Long Night prequel uh, that is set to also release on HBO. Uh, the first episode... So they haven't even another prequel. What the They've hell? got another one off the oh. back of this. There's been several. Some have been scrapped, some have been pitched, and some are now being developed, including A Long Night, uh, which is one of the books from George R. R. Martin. Uh, that's been made also into a prequel. Right, this is going to be interesting then, because now I'm thinking maybe they shouldn't have renewed this for season two yet. Well, the fact is, I think the reason they've done so is because they've had 10 million people log in at once. Yeah, I can understand that, but that would be without them knowing that all these other prequels are happening. Well, they we, they do know that the show's happening. We do know that that, mm. that there is going to be another adaptation from it. But I think the reason they've automatically greenlight a second series is because they saw the numbers. Yeah, and that that I was guess a that for sense. them to say, yeah, let's do let's let's revamp for the second series. Let's bring more out because mo- loads of people, so many people love Game of Thrones, mm. and a lot of people were gutted that it ended. Yeah. And I know a lot of people were pissed at the ending of the last episode, but. The fact is that they've seen the numbers and this is the reason why they've decided to greenlight a second mm-hmm. series already because the app crashed with so many people yeah. trying to watch it on HBO. Uh, last but not least, though, Umbrella Academy director has been assigned to adapt PlayStation's Horizon series to Netflix. So we're getting Horizon Forbidden West and Zero Dawn on Netflix as a TV series. Thank God. I've, I've been saying for the longest time that Horizon deserves to be a TV series. It deserves a spin-off. Hopefully they don't go the same way as Resident Evil or uh, The Witcher because I'm not too much of a fan of Witcher Season 2. I know they're making Season 3, but it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, And even what they've done with Halo, I mean, they've never captured the magic of the video games, but I'm hoping they manage to do this because they've got the Academy Director Steve Blackman, uh, not the wrestler if you're a wrestling fan, uh, who's going to be taking over as director, who was the director on Umbrella Academy, which is a very good show. He's going to be directing this. Uh, as he said, it's an exceptionally well-crafted game with wonderful characters uh, in the gaming world. Guerrilla Games has created an incredibly lush and vivid world of man and machine. Uh, and we're looking forward to directing the series. Uh, we do also now know that Alloy will be the uh, the main character. She's being cast and it will not be a spin-off of another one. Uh, they won't be creating an original story using the theme. Uh, it will be set in the actual game universe, which is great. Uh, the salvation comes in the form of a young female warrior named Alloy, who has no idea she's the key to saving the world. Uh, that is the uh, original pitch for the TV series. Uh, it's obviously the obvious choice. Several rich and very tribal cultures appear throughout the game, so they may well have looked to to capture one of them and use one of those characters to uh, to be the hope, be the face of the series. But thankfully, they're using Alloy. She will be uh, returning in the TV series. Uh, which is fantastic because that game is terrific. Uh, there is a review for Horizon Forbidden West on the website. If you haven't already seen it, uh, go check under the review tab. I might leave a link down below. Uh, but that's going to do it. Thank you to uh, Callum and uh, Chloe. Uh, Bam Bam did have to shoot off halfway through the production. Uh, you got to Bam this. and Bam. Mm-hmm. Nah, he's, uh, he's doing something at the moment. He was in the middle of doing it whilst we were in uh, the middle of recording. If you heard yeah. the clicking. 
he's in the middle of a, of a tournament. And I'm in, uh, sorry. Uh, That's why I was surprised that yeah. he was even here, to be honest. Yeah, he's doing a Mario Kart tournament right now. So he was doing that and recorded at the same time. Shout out to him, absolute legend. Um, but yeah, he's, that's why the reason he wasn't in the second half of this podcast. Uh, but thank you to you guys for joining me this week. No problem. Got here you eventually. Are <laughs> yes. uh, we have had a few technical issues today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we, we did manage to get it finished in the end. Uh, don't forget, check out the website uh, this week. There will be more reviews up today. Uh, I have got a review up right now Saints Row 2 or Saints Row. I'm not really, yeah, it's not a great game if you haven't played it yet. Uh, you'll find out why in the review Don't today. Don't spoil the review. Yeah, go go check the review out. Uh, you can also find a whole new news articles about Gamescom, etc., which is all down below as, on the website as well. Uh, go have a look, click the link, and uh, go read those articles. There is a huge amount of games out right now. And uh, shout out to all of you. Uh, we will be back next week, next Sunday, same time, same place, 6 p.m. Thank you, everybody, for joining us, and uh, I hope we'll see you soon. Uh, for when we jump on the 14th of September for that midweek with Fear FX. Uh, that is our first episode, so it would be really great if you could please tune in. Uh, and that's it. Thank you, both of you. Thank you to all of you for listening. I will see you next week, same time, same place. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye. It's the Talking Games Podcast.